So she moves closer and I panic. Oh, he panics. <gasps> and I panic and give. <laughs> he gives what? <gasps> A handshake? He gives her a handshake. No way. Oh my goodness. He gives the oh, handshake. Oh my goodness. He pulls out and gives her a handshake and goes back to his car. Hello and welcome yet again to another episode of the Off Cuts podcast. I'm your host, Willie G, and we're so thankful to have you listening once again. Now, this week is a very special episode. And I say special for one reason alone, and that reason is because Troy's not here with us today. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, unfortunately, Troy had to step out for this week's episode because of a family event. He will be missed, but you know, family first. In this case, however, I was joined this week by another very amazing person. I was joined by a good friend of mine named Callum Tiatour. Now, Callum, he's a very, very interesting guy. He's very interesting indeed. He is on the show this week because he is actually an aspiring actor and I will definitely say a rising star. Look at Hollywood, absolutely, because he is one one of the most charming guys I know, but also he has a lot of passion for the industry and is very adaptive. He indeed is very adaptive as he has just only started acting as of recently. Now, I'll let him tell you more about that. However, we'll get started into today's episode with the one, the only, Callum Tiatua. Callum, thank you for, for coming on today. No, look, thanks for having me. It's such a privilege to be here in your presence. I feel very humble and blessed. Oh, humble and b- bro, we've got the next rock here, bro. We've got the next <laughs> Denzel Washington, if, if I'm if I'm uh if I'm correct in saying, mate, if that's kind of the acting style you're going with. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I definitely get a lot of inspo from Denzel. You know, he slaps in his films, man. He really does. What's your favorite Denzel film? Oh, favorite Denzel. Oh, honestly, favorite movie of him and favorite movie of all time, The Equalizer. Oh, yeah, that is 2016. That was, you know, look, that was so underrated. That was like such a shock and surprise. I feel like no, like still to this day, nobody knows that movie because I always tell people that's my favorite movie. Damn straight. Even the second one was good. You know, good old Pedro Pascal as well in it, man. He just mm-hmm. even oh, oh man, Daddy Pascal, bro. He's the freaking man, you know, the Mando, Joel from The Last of Us, bro. And then he gets his. Ass handed to him by freaking Denzel, man. But that's fitting, mate, because Denzel's freaking king, bro. Yeah, he's a king in that film, man. Like, it's like, even the visual effects in that. Like, if you look at it from like a filmmaking perspective, the cinematography in that in that film and some of those scenes, absolutely incredible. Like, you're just sitting there and you're just like, you feel like you're floating in space. Like, it's just amazing. It's such, it's, yeah, absolute vibe. True. Absolutely. Yeah, because the guy, he's like special forces or something, or he's yeah. like retired and he's yeah. just, he's an absolute killing machine. Without a side, mate. What kind of what got you into acting? What's the what was the inspiration? What kind of gave you the drive to say, you know what, I'm actually gonna give this a crack? Or you know, tell us a bit about you know yourself and kind of you know a bit about that, and then obviously how acting became you know a thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, look, so look, I, you know, I was like any other teenager, you know, just just trying to make it through my teenage adolescence through high school. Um, look, had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I was just, again, I was just trying to make it to the finish line of high school. Just trying to walk all? up on that stage, shake that hand, smile, and get that certificate. Truth, brother. Just gap it, man. Nah, look, I think, so look, it was it was probably, I think it was about a year after high school, so it would have been about, I think it was, I was 18 at the time. Yeah. And yeah, look, I, I just, I just honestly, it was really simple. I just decided one day to be an actor. I just Googled it. I was like, oh, you know, that, that sounds pretty cool. 
I think it'd be pretty cool to be an actor to story tell. Yeah. So I Googled it on how to do it. First thing that came up was is um, go to acting classes. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Square yeah. one. Yeah. Square one. one. Yeah. You know, from then and there, I, I, I started. Well, actually, no, I didn't. I went on my mission months and months later, but I said to myself that I would come back from my mission and then I would start acting. Mm. That I would, I'd give, I'd give two years to the Lord, come back and then acting. Just, just for those who, who aren't aware, but what is a mission? A mission? Oh, look, it's a, it's a two-year service that um, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that we offer um, and serving, um, serving um, and teaching those of, of Christ and, and, um, and his teachings. Yeah. Where did you go for yours? Pura Peru. That's Santa America. Peru. Right next to Ecuador and Colombia. Yeah, yeah. hermano. <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> I mean, if you want to share a little bit about that, because that's pretty cool. Like two years in you know, a foreign country, in Peru out of all places too. I mean... What was that like? What's a little bit? Tell us a little bit about that, mate. Yeah. So, have you seen? Oh, actually, do you remember that? You remember the animation film by DreamWorks called El Dorado? Oh, that's one of my favorites, bro. Yeah, that's one yeah. of the best. Uh. Yeah. So, my mission, right, Peru, or where I served, Pure Peru, which is North Peru. Yeah. Picture El Dorado with the gold, the green jungle, like nature, the waterfalls. That much gold there. Sure. It was nothing like. Nothing that. like. It was <laughs> nothing like del, no, like bro. That. No, man. It was nothing like that. So where I said was in the desert. So the best way I can describe it is um, picture Mexico or picture Mexico in Google Images if you haven't been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just a desert. Like it's just a desert on the coast. Beautiful beaches though. Like yeah. honestly gorgeous beaches. Yeah. Um, super hot climate. It was a desert. There was sand, there was dirt. There was more sand, there was more dirt. Oh, jeez. Reminds you of home a little bit, eh? Oh, Nah, it was it was it, like like when I mean it was just dirt and sand. It really was like dirt and sand. Like there was no plants, there was nothing. Dude, that's insane, brother. Right, like the occasional tumbleweed now and again, I presume as well. That's right, scorpions. Yep. Dude, that's freaking mad, as bro. So yeah, I mean, like you said, like you're gonna go do those two years of service, and then you're gonna come back and get into acting. So how how did it start? So you came home. When, when did you? When, when did you go to Peru? When did you come back? Yeah, so look, I left. So look, I graduated 2015. I went on my mission, oh, it was like 20, 20, oh, 2017. Mm-hmm. It was August 2017. It was a week before my 19th. Yeah. Came back August 2019. COVID hit seven months later. Yeah. Um, I came home and I was still trying to figure out everything, just, you know, coming back from mission, such a big transition. But yeah, look, I still had that burning desire to, 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 to start acting, like not even to give it a crack. It was like to start, like mm-hmm. I just knew I was going to start it. Yeah, yeah. But it was hard. I still didn't know where to start because I didn't have anybody. I didn't have any friends or anybody that I know that's in the business, you know, the yeah. entertainment business, in, in the movie business, Hollywood. I just knew I had one friend from down the coast, a good family friend. He had done some extra work. He was like a model as well. And he kind of told me a couple, uh, told me a little bit about it. And yeah, I, I kind of, that's kind of where I went from. Mm-hmm. It's actually two years this month that I started acting. That I went to my first really? acting class. Yeah, there you go, mate. Yeah. But look, it, honestly, it took a while. It took me what 2019, 2020. Okay, so it took me over a year mm-hmm. to finally go to my first acting class because I was really? still, yeah, dude, yeah, man. It, it's it's pretty scary. I don't, yeah, I don't blame you, mate. Like it's pretty scary. I mean, I I don't have anything. I mean, growing up, I just did sports. I didn't have any experience in drama. I didn't do theater as a kid. Yeah, dance on stage and. You know, do some Humpty Dumpty play. Um, <laughs> the the theatre kids, eh? Oh, true. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, I remember back in high school, man. Like, all power to them, mate. They Honestly, all power to them in the sense of, like, having the courage to go up and, you know, 
perform and get on stage. But man, I'd be real, man. Like they're underrated, bro. They're yeah, they underrated are. in high school. They're creative freaks. They are, man. They're creative freaks. They are so courageous. They're brave, dude. Absolutely. Oh, I'll tell you this, mate. I remember just to kind of on the, on that for a split second. I remember on my U eleven camp. This is when I moved up to Queensland, so I'm still a bit of the new kid at this stage. It's about like oh, about June, July, and so we're about halfway, close to halfway through the school year. We go on school camp, and one of the workshops, you know, they made us do was theatre sports. So kind of a whose line is it anyway kind of uh, shindig. And I thought, oh, this is mad because I freaking loved watching it as a kid. Yeah. Um, and even now, like it's still pretty funny how the those guys, especially off off the the top of their head, they're doing outrageously funny things. And I remember having to do it. I was so terrible. Uh, I'll be real. This is why I've done podcasting and not <laughs> acting because <laughs> I am just a freaking cringe fest in front of the cameraman. I'm just so uncomfortable. Like, as in, it's just not. I mean, I'd be all right, like generally, but it's just back then. This is 17 year old Willie G here being like, oh, yeah, like just still trying to figure himself out and, you know, becoming uh, a bit more confident, a bit more of a man at the time. But I remember we had to, we had to do a performance in front of the entire grade. And oddly enough, they had some of the students judge each performance. Mine was terrible. It was absolutely atrocious to the point where one of the girls who was judging it was like, yeah, it was just cringe from the word go. Like, what the heck was that? And no, none of the teachers were like, oh, be nice. It was like, no, nah, we agreed to. It was that bad. However, there was one girl who was one of the, the drama kids. She was new like me. We came around the same time. And she cemented herself as the drama kid. Because she could cry on demand to the point where she did in front of everyone for the first time and it freaked everyone out thinking, Yo, are you good? Like she was like wailing like f- for the scene that they were doing. She was wailing to the point where like I was looking around and everyone was just absolutely just not cringing, but everyone was just like it was so gut-wrenching. It's like, Yo, Paul, is she, is she all right? Yeah, like, 100%. To, to be able to commit to that level, I'm sitting here like I could no way in hell do that. And so for yourself, she committed, man. Yeah. If she cried, she committed all the way on that choice on how she was feeling. That's commitment yeah. right there. That girl though, what was her name? Do you remember her first name? Her name was. Uh, wait, 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 do you know where she is now? Somewhere, you know? somewhere. No, like, like, have you, like, do you, do you have her online? Oh yeah, I still got her on socials. Oh, she, no, did you know she became like an actor or an actress? Or I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm terrible, but I didn't keep up too much with. Um, on socials, mate. I'm Search it now. Is it right now? Yeah, search it right now. Oh, you know, actually, fair point, you know. Search it up. Let, 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 no, honestly, that, that's really impressive. Like, that's super impressive that she was able to cry, like, on demand. But let's just see where she went. Yeah, there's the... Um, that was her. Nah, she doesn't say... Oh, no. There, there it goes. She says she, it says she studied at film school. So she did end up pursuing it. No surprise. Having that level of just natural talent is, is pretty insane. So, mm. you know who you are, possibly, if you're listening to this. Uh, props, because honestly, I would not have done that. But also, if you do like brown fellas, mate, you like your... Uh, yeah, come you, on over, pull up a seat. It's collab. Yeah, if, you, if you've got... Uh, if you like uh, Cook Island boys... What is your nationality, by the way, bro? So, I'm, I'm, so I'm Samoan, Cook Island, and I'm Caucasian. Like, is it like the family tree or... No, it's in my parents. My mum's white. Oh, tr- I thought she was cookie. No, oh, she's half cook, half Caucasian. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, or half Bucky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a, it's a bit tricky growing up, you know, taking to the supermarket because like, they know like the checkout chick wouldn't like wouldn't realize that we're actually together. That like, yeah. that's my mum and I'm her son. True. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've, I've met your parents. Yeah. Absolutely. There. Um. Yeah. There. There. Your mum's a lot lighter than yeah, yeah. Than, than yourself. Yeah. Dad's so you're, full sir. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Samoa. Siksi ei Five Tala Daa. Tuo Samoa. Tuo Samoa. <laughs> Siksi ei Five Tala Daa, baby. <laughs> Mad, bro. But yeah, that's... I like saying that. That's very impressive, man. To be able to get out there and throw yourself on the line like that. Because you either go in hard and you look like a buffoon or just... Kill it, and you think that's actually reality. Yeah, man. Look, you have to throw yourself in the deep end. You have to, like, it takes. A, I wouldn't say it takes a lot of confidence. It doesn't take a lot of confidence. It just takes a lot of um, ah, oh, what was it? A lot of risk, a lot of sacrifice. Absolutely, because you got to sacrifice your dignity. True, absolutely, you really do. So, and you know, when we go to our acting classes, I remember one of my fir- like my first mentor um, slash teacher. The first thing that he taught me was, when you come in here, leave your dignity at the door. True. Leave it at the door. When you go out, you can pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. You just got to, it is like take, literally taking on the persona. Taking on the persona. Absolutely. And, you know, you can, you can pick it up unless you're, unless you're Jared Leto, bro. That's a little bit, that's a bit extreme, but. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah, other than that, mate, that's, that's impressive, bro. So how's the career been? Like what's, what are some like, it's like, you know, accolades or what can you put on, you'd say you can put on your IMDB profile, so to speak. Nothing yet because. Yeah, so I've, look, I've just done some like standing work, just done some background extra work mm-hmm. on camera work. But again, look, I only just hit the market with my agent, what, like nah, last October? Yeah. So, and then we had the Christmas break that lasted for like a month and a half, maybe almost two months. So really, I've only been on the market for like two months. Oh, maybe. true. <laughs> so I've only just hit, but it's been You're up and coming, bro. Yeah, but it's pretty cool, you know. I got my first gig without an agent through a casting agency. They put their trust in me and they gave me a shot. And it was really good. I, I, I did stand and work for two weeks for a TV show. Um, actually, it was The Young Rock. So no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy, so the guy who plays The Rock at yeah. 23 years old, I was his stand-in. Serious? Yeah, yeah. I was his stand-in for two weeks. It was super sick. It was awesome. Wait, so wait, th- this is the one where he's like, what, in the WWE yet? Or is he still playing football? No, so that was season two. So that was when I was in that stand-in work. That was for when he was still trying to make it into wrestling. Oh, yeah. You know. Things weren't going well in his career when he first started. Oh, yeah, that's awesome, bro, being able to – I mean, actually, that brings me to my next question. What was it like being on the set of, of The Young Rock? Like, what's it like to be on a, a film or TV or movie set? Oh, a movie set? Man, it's it's honestly, it's pretty cool. Like, rocking up to a movie set, you kind of realise, like, how much work and preparation and, like, how much money they put into these things, like, to really make it top-notch quality, yeah. you know, work, like, worth, like, Hollywood quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, you rock up on set, everyone's got a job, and you just do your job. You don't compensate you, um, for anyone else. Like, not saying you don't help out, but everyone is there and assigned to a very particular job, and that's it. True, so, true. so I just did stand and work, right? So that's all I did. Yeah. I didn't do anything else. I, didn't, I wasn't a water boy. I wasn't a, a camera operator. Everyone has their assigned job, whether it be hair and makeup, whether it be um, assistants, wardrobe, wardrobe and costume. Yeah, it's 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 a it's honestly it's super it's unreal. It is it's tiring though. I will say acting is tiring or going on a movie set is tiring. You know, days can can go up to like twelve hour plus days Dang. just filming and like it it's kind of like a labouring job. It just yeah. drains you, like drains. True. You. So you got to love it. Yeah, got to love it. Man, you put it that way, man. Usually people think actors are pretty, you know, pritzy, you know. So, soft in other words to say because they're just you know they act and they're like oh get me this get me that and then you know pretty bratty is what you know the stereotype is mm. but when you put it that way man it's it does yeah it does take a, a toll on you absolutely and yeah it's 
bit, bit more respect for for the actors now for for the work they put in and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. look you definitely have to have respect and sympathy for the actors because really when you think about it it's like to really dumb it down mm-hmm. is we're hiring you as our lead actor mm-hmm. to market and sell a hundred million dollar film true you know as in the budget for the film is a hundred yeah, mil it's a so hundred million right you're the face of the film you're the leading role this whole film is revolved around you mm-hmm. you need to show up get the job show done, out bruv and you need to market the hell out of that film damn straight you bro. know they're not paying you half a million or 2.3 or, or 4 or 25 million yeah. to just act and sit around you know they're paying you that money to come and perform and to sell damn that's the business man that is the business. We're here to sell movies. That's what I tell people. Don't get too caught up in the creative side of it because at the end of the day, it's a business. Absolutely, you know? yeah. We're here to make money. You know, you can't just look at, especially if you're an actor, you can't just look at it from the creative side of just being an actor. Yeah. You need to look at the business side of acting. Yeah. You know, I don't care how good you are at acting, mm. but if you're not marketable, you, you won't have a career because yeah. at the end of the day, producers are putting in 50, 60, 100 million plus into a film to make money. Yes, they're absolutely. Putting, they're, not, they're not putting that money just to see you dance. Yeah, yeah. Or to see you make a couple, make a couple jokes and make me laugh on set. You yeah. Know? We're trying to make money. Yeah, absolutely, so yeah. You need to be marketable. Damn straight. That's my tip for actors out there. You need to be marketable. Look at the business side of acting. Mm. It's very important. I was thinking too also, man, what other work have you done? So you've been on The Young Rock. What else have yeah, you so done yeah, stuff so on? So look, don't, don't, yeah, so that was just crew work. So yeah. stand-in work, which is awesome. I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. So look, I did that for a couple of weeks. Then I did some, I did some more acting classes, you know, accent work. And then later down the track, oh, actually, when I just got my agent back in October, she hooked me up on two gigs. Yeah, I can't say. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Like even though it's extra work, I can't say because NDAs. But yeah, I did I did two extra two extras roles on. One was a TV show for Netflix, and the other one was a feature film. That was that, that's a big one. You'll see that come out in a couple of years. Oh, sweet! But yeah, just extra work for now. But um, look, the goal is to work towards obviously a speaking role and. Then, a, then, then becoming a working actor. True. I mean, NDAs, but you can tell me, can't you? Or nah, man. I've got the sensor button ready to go. Nah. You sure? Oh, fair I, enough. I can't, man. man. I'll, get, I'll, I'll get in trouble, man. Yeah, yeah. I oh, fair, fair. Bro, I can't get sued, man. I can't even defend myself, man. True, true. I ain't got the lawyers for that. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I ain't got the lawyers for that, man. Damn straight, brother. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fair, fair, man. It, it's, it's very interesting, though, because I did know a guy, not going to say who, and there's no way they're going to pin it back to old mate. I know a guy who's actually um, playing as an extra as a son of Aries on the up-and-coming series for Percy Jackson. That's coming up in, I think, a couple of years' time. Yeah, he's doing some extra work. Oh, as, nice. Uh, was that, when was, was that filmed here? I believe so, yeah. Wait, who, who, what production? Who, what's that? Was that Paramount or...? I think it's with Disney, I'm pretty sure. Oh, Percy Jackson, yeah, Disney. Yeah, Disney, Disney Plus, Disney. yeah. True, I didn't even know they were filming, they were filming um, Percy Jackson series. Yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, they're filming a lot of... A few things in Australia nowadays, by the looks of it, because... Heaps on the Gold Coast, man. Oh, damn straight, man. It's pumping here. Like, it's pumping. Man, I'm a bit flabbergasted, right? Because when the time comes, man, and, you know, the, your career kicks off, I can say, yeah, I know the one and only, the famous Calum Teotua, bro, so... Oh, mate, what a... What a he was one of my boys, bro, like, tight, tight boys. What a glorious day that will be, man. I can't... I, honestly, I can't wait till I get my first role and start being a working actor. Yeah. It's going to be so, so, so fun. Here's a question for you. What would be your ideal kind of role? Ideal role. That's a good I, – I always get asked that and I tell people. So my – look, my niche 
And I found this out pretty earlier on because this is what my my first acting teacher slash mentor, mm-hmm. um, his name's Phil. I can't remember his last name. I think it's Phil Knight. No. Oh, you are already a Hollywood man. You don't, no, you don't know the people who brought you up, oh, It's so hard, man. You know, just... <laughs> no, no, no. But um, no, what, what, what I found out was, yeah, so, so look, my niche is rom-coms. True. Yeah, yeah. So, so You I, are a suave guy. Yeah, yeah. So, You're a pretty so, so, funny so, dude too, yeah. So, so I do really well playing, you know, the charmer, the sweet talker, you know. You don't need to play. That's just you, bro. <laughs> I've seen you how you work on the floor, mate. I've seen you at... Uh, as dancers at the, you know, the, oh, I wouldn't say the clubs, but you know. Oh man, I, that's unspoken riz. <laughs> that's eh? unspoken riz. Yeah, the unspoken Unre- riz, bro. Unspoken I've, riz, I've seen, for I, me, it's not unspoken. I've seen it. Oh, and man. you need to tell me so I know. Yeah, you, know, you need to bring it up. You need, you need to tell me those moments straight after so oh, I know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I think I've done it a few times. But that's like, good. it's like I said, it's the charmer, the, uh, just the, not like the outrageously funny guy where it's like, you know, you're not like a full on comedian, but you know, the, the charming, the, the funny, you know, the, the suaveness. It's mm. the, the funny suaveness, you know? It's, it's the yeah. confidence, confidence that yeah. I see, man. And th- that's why hey. I see you hey. do your work, man. I'm just sitting here like, right. I mean, I'm a married man, but I'm sitting here like, <laughs> if I was single, I would take a page out of that book, bro. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'll tell you right now, man. Like, with girls, eh? Like, girls love funny guys. They love a guy that can make them laugh. My wife thinks I'm the funniest guy alive. I don't know. Because yeah, you are the funniest guy. I don't know how she's. I don't know how she sees it, but you know, it's. Uh, well, you know what? You're funny to her. Ab- that's that's the that's you're the point. You're funny yeah. to her, or maybe maybe you don't let everyone experience that pureness of humor and laughter. You I guess. only give it to those who who are privileged enough. That is true. I'm an absolute goofball <laughs> with my wife. Like some stuff I can no way in hell say on this pod, bro, because it's just. Oh, it's just embarrassing. No, just just from like, obviously like, no, I wouldn't be mortified to share it, but it's like, oh, bro, yeah. Baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. The first podcast, right? We're baby yeah, steps, yeah. work up towards it. Absolutely, bro. I mean, I don't mind sharing it, but it's like, oh, look, that, that's a story for another day. But yeah, man, it's But yeah, that's my true. niche. That's my niche. Rom-coms, playing that sweet charmer, sweet talker, alpha male. Alpha male. <laughs> traditional masculinity. <laughs> you know it. Well, man, it's it's been a pleasure just to have uh, this moment with you, just to talk about yourself, man. Where we'll come back uh, in a tick. As for now, thank you for coming on, Callum. <laughs> it's not the end of the pod yet. We've got a bit of time together, just to have a bit of a chat and yarn about other things. But when we come back from uh, this little transition, we'll be uh, with you shortly. Thanks again, mate. Yeah, I'm gonna get some snacks. I'm hungry. Yeah, man. We'll take a bit of a break. We'll be back in a tick. Where my chippies at? <laughs> Vending machines around the corner, man. All right, we'll see you in a tick. Thanks, guys. And welcome back to this episode of the Offercuts podcast where just had a bit of a quick break and now we're back again with Callum. It's good to, th- thanks again for sticking around, mate. It's, it's good to just keep, keep the wheels going, mate, and have you on for a bit of a special uh, segment, I will say. Oh, look, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm grateful. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, I'll tell you, mate, it's going to be a bit of a doozy. You may, may have or may not have listened to last week's episode. This goes for you, Callum, and also to the listeners. But uh, in last week's episode with Troy and Will, we actually had a discussion about Valentine's blunders. And at the end, we asked you guys to send us your Valentine's blunders, like dating stories that have just gone completely down the gutter, or you've just put yourself out there and it's just not worked out very well. We got quite a few responses from, from everyone. Today, we're just going to go through a few of those stories and have a bit of a, bit of a laugh and commentary uh, 
about uh, our fallen soldier moments. We'll not be able to laugh, but we'll show a bit of respect to the fallen soldiers who've given it a crack. Callum, are you ready to, to hear what some of our listeners have unfortunately uh, experienced? Absolutely. Let's have a look at what the brethren have experienced. And and I'll say the sisters as well. We've had a well, oh, we've had a few really from, from, some, from some ladies. We've you got know, some we've, female viewers out there. Yes, and we Ooh. are so thankful for everyone who had sent uh, sent in a story. But for, we've got a few to share. Callum, do you want to start off for us? Sure, can. Let's have a look. Let's have a geese. All right, let's have a look at this first story, and it goes: I was out on a date with a guy to dinner. Let's call him Bob. Mm-hmm. At this time, I was talking and really into another guy where things were getting more serious, but we were not officially exclusive as of yet. Let's call him James. Okay, so we've got Bob and James here. Bob and James. This is from a girl. Man, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder where this is going to go. I'd love to see what the females think and, and, and what they've gone through. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, while I was on this date with Bob, I got a message from James. I usually don't check my phone on dates as it's a... Impolite, but in this case, I did. Oh, oh, oh it sounds like a sneaky link. No. <laughs> it sounds like a sneaky link. Yeah. How, how dare you, right? This guy's probably paid out for a paid a feed for you. I'm sure he probably forked out quite a bit too. You know, it sounds like if you go out for dinner, it's not like you just don't take him to Macca's or something. You know, he would have done overtime. Out. Oh, dude, and you know, shout out to to our overtime workers, mate. Yeah, you're the king. You're the backbone of our economy. We love yous. That's right. You you guys are the real kings. James had sent me a racy picture. Oy. Oh, racy. This is how we do it. Okay. Vroom, vroom. Um, and it was all good at first till my rookie self realized I was wearing glasses and Bob could see the reflection. No. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I almost don't believe that. No, no, surely. You reckon? No. I, I, oh. He would have been able to see it on the reflection. Sure. Yeah, surely. Like. Okay, this happened. Actually, no, you know, he would have seen, but he probably couldn't see the details, but he could maybe. definitely see what was going oh, on. Mate, maybe enough. I mean, I've played my fair share of poker with the boys, and there was one instance where I actually chucked on my glasses. Like, my son, he's just to kind of, you know, look the part, you know, look the gambler. But me being stupid, my cards were there for all the boys to see, and here I am kind of like acting, playing dumb. Here I go, oh, yeah, all in. <laughs> and they could see that I've got a dud hand. So it, it's, it's possible. It's absolutely possible. Okay, okay, all right. Well, let's keep it going. So then it goes, I was absolutely mortified. All I could do was apologize and say, I am so sorry you saw that. And I have no idea why that person sent that to me. What does NGL stand for? What is that? How old are you, bro? (laughs) No, look, I've seen it. But like now when I'm reading my, bro, what does that stand for again? Oh, mate, not going to lie. It's it's what it is. Oh, not going to lie? Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. English, remember, guys, English is not my first language, you know. True, true. Well, what is your first language? Uh, Samoan. So, so, oh, yeah. yeah. Six or five. Yeah. Como estas, amigo? That sounds totally Samoan, bro. Uh, n- not going to lie, he just looked at me shocked with rosy cheeks and just took a big breath and giggled awkwardly. Freaking shameful. Dude. Oh. Dude. I want to see this racy picture. I actually do. Um, unfortunately, yeah, this, this came kind in. kind of freaky. Yeah, unfortunately, this, this actually came in as an anonymous tip. Oh, is it anonymous? Yes, yes. Some, oh, it um, wasn't so-and-so? Uh, no, 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 no. no. We're just messing. All the, well, most of these, um, obviously out of confidentiality, the majority of these actually came in as anonymous, which reminds me, if you do want to send us an anonymous message on our Google form, if you look on our Instagram page, link in the bio, 
you know, we'd just love to hear your stories. You know, Matt, even if it's a Dat Valentine's blunder, we'll have a laugh about anything, Matt, or whatever you want to just drop in a review. And, you know, I'm sure, I, I don't think there was a second date between uh, our, 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 our friend here who nah. had the rookie era of wearing glasses while on the phone. Oh, my goodness. No, definitely not. There's definitely not a second date. Oh. But you know what, though? I wonder what happened with the guy who sent the photo. I wonder if it went any further. It, it could. It could have. You never know. Like, possibly. I mean, oh, we don't know what the photo was. Like, you know, it could have been like, you know, him being silly. Like, I don't know. Like, It could have been him like wearing like a, I don't know, some female activewear. <laughs> oh, my idea. Yeah, my idea was him like, you know, just, oh, this is going to sound Go weird. Go on, say it. This is going to sound weird. But you like, won't. not speaking from experience here. <laughs> no, Jack. no I'm, I'm just thinking it was more like, you know, okay. this is a judgment-free zone. But I was thinking something when I think of like racy or silly, I think of like putting like what's it called, like shaving cream on the nips, being like "hello." I don't, <laughs> really? I don't know. I don't know. This is okay. This that sounds weird. That sounds very weird. All right, you hear that, out, Kings? If you want to send a racy photo to a girl, put shaving cream or whipped cream on your nipples, <laughs> and then go willy 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 nipple cripple yourself. Way, apparently, nah. We don't know that. We don't. We don't know obviously, but. Oh, that's a, that's a good one, Willie. I might do that. Dude, dude mate, dude, if you're having trouble, mate, just whip out the, 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 the shaving cream, bro. All done. Yeah, whip out the shaving cream. Yep. Yeah, and, and you know, get get a clean cut and go out there and look like a presentable man. That, that's, that's, that's what it's for, mate. That's all it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Should we move on to the next one? Move on to the next one. So here comes the second one. Number two, date blunders. Went on a date with a guy. It was so much fun. We vibed and laughed a lot. Wanting to get to know him better, I asked him, so do you want to do this again sometime? Him. Pauses for several moments. Or not. And he walked away. What? Ladies, I would like to apologize on behalf of the, the male gender. That, oh, wow. I don't. I think, she, I think that's her fault. How? Why would, you, why would you ask the guy or girl... At the end of the date, if you'd like to see him again. Second date, that's kind of normal. It's like, oh, let's no, do this no, again No, 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 no. You finish the date, you, you drop them off home, oh, you go okay, your separate so ways, yeah. and then, because the other person needs to think about it. Yeah. Think about yeah. how they feel. Yeah, just say, oh, look, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get in touch with you. No, don't just say straight away, yeah, or maybe not, nah. Nah. Or, it's a little bit, it's rude. She set it up. For, this person set oh, it up. Yeah. For, they set it up for themselves, <laughs> man. I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. That's that's. I do feel bad for her. Sounds like it's definitely. Yeah, Just imagine bad. if it was you, because like the way she just. It wouldn't it happen to me because I'd never set myself up like that, man. Uh, whatever, mate. Don't don't. Uh, you know. And they day, never say no. Happen, they never gonna, say no. This is gonna happen to you one day, and you'll be humbled. Humbled. You'll, you'll be humbled, mate. I will guarantee you that. Man, I got a perfect score, perfect record. You can't humble me. Oh yeah, what's your score then, eh? Uh, twenty no. <laughs> twenty and oh, oh and twenty. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> Oh, uh, the story goes on. Well, she goes on oh, to say, more. oh, I guess I'll see you around. Now, this is the kind of what happens afterwards. He then called me to apologize. Okay. He probably was under the pump. He probably, you know, just kind of panicked. He was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, nah, maybe not. And just, you know, fight or flight is my guess. So he called and apologized. Goes and says, and we're still friends to this day. To this day. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Oh, nice. <sighs> friends. I'm known as. Because that's what we want. <laughs> friends. friends. Oh, Friend. Oh, you've got a friend. Oh, friend. Hey, we should do this some. We should do this another time yeah, as friends. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm sure that might have been the case. Okay, it goes on and says, I'm known as his worst date because it was so awkward. So much, oh, so much so that it was included at his wedding. <laughs> they dropped a story about this at this guy's oh, wedding. Man. Oh, that, oh. Damn. You know, I, I, I'm not wearing a hat, but I will take my headphones off for a split second as a sign of respect. Yeah, I might do the same taking thing. Taking my hat off to the fallen soldier here. Respect for the dead here, mate. Actually, I'll take off my 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 wedding ring too. Oh, uh, well, you know who you are. Whoever sent that story in, you know we've got a a tall. I'll take uh, you out for dinner. Yep. I'll take you out for dinner, and it won't leave you uh, stranded and just confused as as old mate did, mate. Actually, you know what? I'll take you out to dinner, and I can take it one step further. We can recreate that moment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're toxic, right? I'm toxic, eh? <laughs> so we're almost there. We've got a couple more. We've got a couple more stories to share. Calum, would you like to give this next one? All right. I met this girl at a church youth dance when I was younger. She was a straight ten in my books, so oh, you know your boy had to go and say what's good. Hey, hey we like. I'm liking the sound of this guy. Man, this is alpha male mentality. I love it. I'm like, I'm there, right? This is how you catch fish with this attitude. We vibed and danced the night away together. You know it be getting real when you when you two be slow jamming to boys two men. Oh, hey. you know, you know what? I hundred percent now. Yeah, that's that says something right there, mate. Boy, boys to men. That's it's either breakup music or it's like those those are slow jams. Those ones, yeah, those ones are for for the special somebody, mate. So the fact that you're slow jamming to those songs. This must be pr- proper, mate. This is proper. It must have been one of those. Nights. I think we're in the presence of a smooth operator right here. Oh, yeah. reading a story of a smooth operator. He sounds, he sounds like he knows what he's doing. Well, I hate to say, obviously he doesn't because we know how this story is probably not going to yeah, end. Let's, yeah, well, yeah, let, let's not jump, to, jump yeah. too quickly. So it says, it continues on, the night ends and we exchange numbers. Oh, man. That, Straight to it. I, that, like I it. love it. Good, Good stuff. stuff. He even got the number. Not like the socials. He got the number. That's the way to go, brother. Wow, man. This guy's a real fisherman. Give him I that. Like I'll it. give him that. For the next few months, we text. And it's all going smooth. Ah, smooth. He's a smooth operator. There you go. He's smooth. He's smooth. That is until the next dance rolls around. I invite a few of my mates to come along and it all seems well. But I knew it was going to be an interesting night. As soon as I heard the infamous and not so subtle... Bottle clinks coming from my mate's bag. Oh, okay. Bottle clinks. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you know how when you've got like glass bottles, like you hear it in, a, in a bag, you hear like doink, doink, doink. That's usually yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a couple of you know, a couple yeah, of bevies, enough. mate. A couple of cold bevies to, yeah. to get get the liquid courage. These guys are smuggling <laughs> booze to a to church, a to church, a church kind of to, to a, a Christian dance. dance to a Christian dance with the Christian girls and Christian boys. Oh, it's about to get lit up here with the Holy dance Spirit together, <laughs> man. Oh, mate. Oh, yeah, it's going to be interesting from here on out. Obviously, when that comes, well, up. it gets more interesting. It then says Alrighty. the boys had sunk a few prees down prior and were a little too confident for their own good. Oh, here we go. The girl arrives and we kicking right where we left off. Okay, well, that's good, that's good. Okay, I do the polite thing and I introduce her to the boys and one of them has the audacity to say, oh, is this the one you said you'd be macking on with tonight? You could hear a pin drop despite the music lasting. <laughs> he then continues, he's been talking about you all oh, day. This guy's like, oh, bro. <laughs> I would slap him if I was this guy. 
Oh, <laughs> dude, talk about oh. oh, blocked, bro. Bro, that's a cock blocker right that, there. That's it, mate. That's, that's a, a cock blocker right there. That is the definition of it, bro. Oh, uh, you know bro. what? That that's that's a fatality. That, that is a fa- yes. It's a fatality. He's, he's killed the man. Yeah, he's standing, he's, bro. No mercy, bro. Oh. He's killed the man. He's killed the opportunity. Like, there's no way he's yeah, going to be macking up with her tonight no, now not, after that. Rec- you're not recovering from that, mate. That is... Uh, and if you do, you're probably a god. Well, anyway, it says, she just giggles awkwardly, and I'm just standing there absolutely rattled. <laughs> yeah, I'd be pretty rattled too, guys. Oh, if one of the dude. boys did that to me and cocked blocked me or cock ended me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no way. Bro. No way. Oh, mate. There, there would be a, a stern talking to with those lads afterwards, whoever said that. Yeah, I pull oh. out the whips. I whip him. Once they knock off, I explain to her that they've had a few to drink. She laughs it off and says, it's fine. But from that point on, conversation went dead. And it was never the same. Or of the story, they've introduced any women of interest to the boys. Yep. Look, that is so true. Mm. That is 100% true. Yeah, that would have absolutely killed it. No, absolutely, man. It's, it's, it's asking to get violated straight off the bat. I'll add to that moral and say she's got to meet the boys eventually, but you have to be like solid. Like you have to be a thing. Yeah. When it's exclusive, play it safe. Play it safe. Cause when it's exclusive, it's all good. You can say whatever you want. Absolutely. Or majority things anyway, but not when you're still in that stage of trying to catch her, you know? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What a dumb guy. Oh, what yeah. a dumb friend. Right. That, that, but he was yeah. drunk. Fair enough. But he's Fair dumb. Enough. It's there's, dumb. There's no excuse, mate. There's no excuse to. Nah, you're totally right. What that's a dumb a, guy. Mean, look, it's it's funny when you look back on it. I'm sure. I bet know. he's a bogan. That sounds like a bogan thing to do. What's wrong with being a bogan, mate? I'm I'm a little. Tad nah, of a that's bogan like myself, the, uh, nah, that's a different type of bogan. Yeah, nah. No, that, that, that's okay. a cock blocking bogan. That's that's a dog move right there. That is a dog move. It's a dog move. Dog move, bro. <laughs> dog move from the boys. <laughs> class, mate. Oh, lack of class, should I say? Now, we don't want to keep up the time for too long, but we're going to end on this note. You ready for the last one? I'm ready. So hopefully we end on a good note here. It began with me asking this girl who I had a mad crush on to formal. Okay. I mustered up the courage and popped the question by saying, can you help prove to my dad that I'm not gay? Oh, man. That is, okay. Look, I've never been through that, but I can just feel the pain, brother. I can feel it. The ballsy move. It's probably just to get a laugh out of him, probably most likely. Oh, jeez. Damn. <laughs> she said yes. Yeah. She said yes. She said yes. <laughs> so oh, it, it solid. It worked in the end. And solid. we had a great time at formal. So that, that's good to hear. I drop her home and I walk her to her front doorstep. <gasps> oh, okay, okay. I go, we've seen enough, enough he, movies to know. He's going to get a hug. We stand there for some time and it's obvious she's delaying going inside. Maybe not a hug. Maybe not. Oh. There's a bit of a slight delay. I think my says. brother's getting a full feed. Ooh, hang on, it gets better. Ooh. She moves closer. Hi. She moves closer. Ooh. All right, okay. And let, let's remind you, this is this guy's, like, it's his crush. Like, he, he doesn't say it's just a crush. It's a mad crush. So she moves closer and I panic. Ah, oh, he panics. <gasps> and I panic and give. <laughs> he gives what? <gasps> A handshake? He gives her a handshake. No way. Oh, my goodness. He gives the handshake. Oh, my goodness. He pulls out and gives her a handshake. It goes back to his car. Oh, you're so stupid. Dude. 
Bro, you could have had the best moment of your life. Oh, this is the stuff that a lot of blokes in high school dream of. It's like, you know what? Just that wholesome moment. It's like, yes, this girl I've been having a crush on for ages. You know, it's reciprocating back. And it's, it's a great feeling, you know. Well, for some, no, not all of us. However, that's, oh, bro. How could you fumble the bag like, oh, dude. You yeah, know, he definitely thumped. Oh. He dropped the ball right there. Oh, dude. Poor guy. Poor, poor, you know, I bet yeah. he thinks about it. Oh, guaranteed. 100% he does. Till that's, this why, day. That, that's why he, that's why he sent it <laughs> that's in. That's why he sent it in. It's on his mind every day. Oh, mate. Uh, you know, whoever you are, my friend, again, I take my headphones off to you. No, to, to all our, to, not to you, but all our Actually, fallen soldiers. Oh, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. That, that, oh, that, that's going to stick with me for the rest of the day. We are so grateful to have the one, the only, the, the beautiful, the handsome, and the very humble Callum Tinsu <laughs> on the show with us today. It's my middle name, Humble. Humble. Humility. Humble G. Humble G. Humble yourself before you come to me. <laughs> so we're, honestly, th- thanks for coming on, mate. It's been a pleasure to have you uh, in to talk about your acting and have a bit of a, a, bit of a laugh. We're, we're thankful for, for you guys for sending in your, your blunders. And you know what? Don't don't stop. You know, continue to share share uh, through your your blunders or any story you, you'd love to share with us. You know, we'll we'd love to have you guys, the listeners on the pod, involved in any way you can. You know what? Coming up soon, we're going to have a bit more listener involvement. That will be announced real soon. This is your boy Willie G, and this is your boy Sensei Callum or Grandmaster, the humble G, signing off. Adios. Peace.